Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I've got to say, I've just had an absolute guts full with New Zealand rugby. I am just fed up. I listened to the interview that Mark Robertson gave this station, I think it was on Friday. I've never heard so much garbage in all of my life, so much spin, so much delusion coming from the man who runs our game, trying to tell us that fan engagement is high, jumping up and down the fact that two games in 12 rounds have been sellouts. In fact, the Chiefs-Crusaders game wasn't quite a sellout, and the Crusaders game, which was a sellout, we're talking a stadium of 17,000 people. Trying to tell us that rest and rotation is on the advice of sports scientists who have done research to suggest they can only really play a maximum of five games in a row. Well, just think how much better the NRL would be if they took that advice. They seem to be able to play 25 games in a row. So what we're doing is just we're going to tar everybody with the same physiological brush. Everybody's made the same, therefore everybody is only good for a maximum of five games in a row. What an absolute crock. There is no merit in it whatsoever. We've got to win three tests in 15 days if we're to win the Rugby World Cup. Quarterfinal, semi-final and final. But you also have to make sure that you've got your team that's going to play the quarterfinal, semi-final and final playing probably two games prior or two consecutive games prior to make sure that you've got your combinations right. Well, how are our players expected to do that if they're told they can't do that? 0800 jump on the phone, have a chat. We had Justin Marshall on the programme yesterday telling me, and I see media have picked up on it, that halfway through the Crusaders game, he just changed the channel and started to look to see what the rugby league was on offer. He is not the only one. People are doing it in droves. We've got four coaching positions potentially up for grabs in Super Rugby. The Blues, the Crusaders, the Hurricanes and now Moana Pacifica. And no one wants the damn jobs. They don't want them. But we're told it's the greatest rugby provincial rugby competition in the world. There was a time where wanting to coach the Blues and coaching the Crusaders was the equivalent of coaching Manchester United and Liverpool in football. The game is dying. The game is dead. There's no coming back. 
And then there are the Crusaders. And I don't blame the Crusaders. I sort of get it. They now want Levi Amua, the one player Moana Pacifica could potentially build a team around. One of four or five players who has been a shining light this year, who has played at the highest level and played with the highest quality. Moana Pacifica can't keep their stars. What is the point of having Moana Pacifica in the competition if they are not going to be supported? There is none. None whatsoever. Where is New Zealand rugby? Where is Sansa stopping this from happening? And should the Crusaders be allowed to pillage Moana Pacifica? Should any of the other franchises be allowed to pillage Moana Pacifica? I can understand why Levi Amour and Pacific, Pacifica players want to go, want to play for bigger, better teams. It's in their best interests. Now, better players around them, they learn from those players. It's probably a better stage to audition on for higher honours and also to increase your market value overseas. 0800 150 811 is the number. Should the Crusaders be allowed to sign Levi Amor? Do the Crusaders need Levi Armour? When you think about it, Braden Enor, Jack Goodyear, David Harvili. You also go through and have a look at Dallas McLeod. Shay Fihaki can play at centre. Lester Whanganuku can play there if need be. We've got the Highlanders struggling for any depth in their squad. Yet we're going to have a Crusaders team who are already brilliant, stacked with stars, and a number of them sitting on the bench week to week. It is not a good thing. It is not good for this competition. 0800-150-811. I seem to go on about this every damn night I'm on. But every week I get more and more frustrated with the bastardization of rugby in this country. All in the name of the damn All Blacks. The only people that are benefiting are the players. And the way it's going, that will run out too. The only reason the game is professional is because of a high level of engagement from the New Zealand public who considered themselves to be rugby fans. But they treat us, the fan, with disdain and with contempt. And they just don't get it. Can someone please reinforce what Mark Robertson said, that the game is healthy, that there is a high level of engagement? Does anyone genuinely believe that? Jump on the phone and convince me. 
that rugby is still appointment viewing, that is still the default setting at night, except people now watch rugby at home on 80-inch TV screens rather than going to the game. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight double one. And does anyone believe that rugby has a bigger viewing audience? I'm not talking about the All Blacks, has a or Rugby World Cup, but at a domestic level, a bigger audience or a higher level of engagement than the NRL. The NRL is massive. It is killing rugby, and more rugby people are jumping across to it. More rugby people are jumping across to basketball. And yet Mark Robertson comes on this station and talks like there is nothing wrong. Nothing wrong at all. I am going to put a request in for the man. I want him in studio and I will challenge him on his answers. Because the man is delusional. Absolutely and utterly delusional. So is the board. So is everybody that works in the Kremlin. And that's what New Zealand rugby is. It's the damn Kremlin. There's about as much propaganda comes out of that as what Putin puts out around Ukraine. There's a high level of suspicion. I come in here to Ben, I go, I'm going to go on rugby. Ben says to me, be careful of your coffee, mate. Make sure that I haven't put poison in it. Or radiation somewhere. Don't go up onto a third level hotel in case somebody accidentally pushes you out the window. Because how dare you go up against the Kremlin? Our national game, it's a disgrace. It's boring. It's Mickey Mouse. Every week. And it's just one-sided Marquee players who are put up on billboards. It's false advertising because they never appear. Virtue signalling with Moana Pacifica and the Fiji and Drua. Is the competition any better with them in it? No, it's not. I think the intent was the right one, but no, it's not. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight double one is the number. Aaron Major falling on his sword. Another review. Eddie Colassi doing a review. Not a particularly good one. Well, when you're losing every week, it's never going to be a good one, is it? But do you blame the coach? Well, professional sports, that's just the harsh reality of it. But what hope, seriously, have Moana Pacifica got if they can't even keep Levi Armour? What hope have the Highlanders got if Levi Amua just goes to the Crusaders? What happens if we get knocked out in the quarterfinals of the Rugby World Cup? Where are we at? Oh, we got the women's game to save us. No, we haven't. That's virtue signalling BS too. They don't sell tickets. It's never going to pay itself back. It's not. Just the harsh reality of it. Let it organically grow. But if rugby and if, if the interest in the men's game is not there, I can tell you that it flows down. The interest in the women's game won't be there either. 
You can manufacture it in this political environment all you want. The reality is the $21 million a year New Zealand rugby is putting into women's rugby, you're never going to see a return on that investment unless you measure things intangibly. But we know that's not the case with New Zealand rugby. They will tell you, oh, yeah, but it's not just about the money. No, it's all about the money for you clowns. Let's not play South Africa. Let's not have the South African teams in Super Rugby. Let's take the All Blacks to Japan and let's just bank a whole lot of money even though we'd probably know the outcome is a foregone conclusion. Let's just franchise the All Blacks. Hell, why not? Hanson started it when he took a team to Japan. Then he picked 52 players. How come it's almost impossible to get a job in New Zealand rugby because you're not qualified enough or you don't have experience. And the, those, running at the, those running at the game at the highest level, if they were back at school in the 1920s and 30s, they'd be seated in the corner with one of those witch's hats that says dunce on it. Look at it through the eyes of marketing. So what is the brand that we're selling? What is the all-black brand? The all-black brand is... No compromise. It's precision, performance, and no compromise. It's about winning. That's what separates the All Blacks from every other team in the world and our winning record. And what have we done in recent times? Well, we've said it's okay to lose because we want to win the Rugby World Cup. And then we've started to say, okay, well, let's now go and play games in Japan. So we dumb ourselves down in regards to the opposition that we're playing. So what do you think happens when you start doing that? Well, of course, you start eroding that brand. The very thing that you're reliant on that has brought you a high level of commercial acumen, you're now starting to bastardise. Duh. 15 minutes after 8, 0800-150-811. Michael says, if you have a problem, give it up. We have all given it up, though, Michael. We have, mate. That's the problem. You know, just go and ask everybody, anywhere. Go and do your internal survey. Sit down with people. You'll get the same story every time. Oh, I just don't care about it anymore. I've given up my sky. Can't be bothered with it. I watch the All Blacks, but I don't really care. You know, back in 1999 when the Crusaders won Super Rugby, James Kerr scores the try at Eden Park. That was appointment viewing. They had 100,000 people turn up for a ticker tape parade in Christchurch. How many people do you think turned up last year when the Crusaders won it? None. Didn't even have one because there's no demand anymore for it. Two sellouts in 12 rounds of Super Rugby and we've got Mark Roberts and the CEO jumping up and down believing that somehow there is still a high level of engagement in our domestic game. And when are the sycophantic media actually going to challenge him and ask him the follow-up questions and challenge him on his answers and present statistics to show the flaws in his answers. Boy, they get a free ride in this country, don't they? 16 and a half minutes after 8. 0800 150 811. Text us here on 8833.